You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Would it have the same excitement? Like you'd, you'd be going around with the kids and you'd just be like, eh. All right, I got to spend time with you, bring you to field hockey or soccer, or baseball, whatever it is. It wouldn't have the same juice. I had juice. And at 1030, it gets very juicy. Well, Stump Rothenberg at 1030. Joe Lee already t- tells me he's got a, a five-pack ready to go. Hopefully better than you've been. Joe Lee, I've had a lot of negativity around you surrounding uh, Stump Rothenberg. Why, why, why would you say that? I'm just being honest with you. People have said to me, what's with Joe Leo? Now, is this Rick thinking that I'm in win- witness protection program? or what's? Uh, no, not, not necessarily Rick. Just like Joe Leo's got to be better. And I said, listen, he's just getting his feet right under him. And, and I think he'll, he will be better. But I think today need, you, need, you need to do what the Jets need to do tomorrow. You need to bring it today on Stump Rothenberg. The Jets need to bring it tomorrow. I think that's fair. All right? That's fair. Enough, enough of, you know, you need, Zach Wilson, we need, we need to let you go a little bit here. You need to be the best you've been all year today. Sounds good. Okay? And anything less than that, I think we're going to have to rake you right over the coals. All right. Now, football fans, oh, this is important. It's not too late to sign up for Cover 5. It's a free-to-play pick'em game for a season-long fun and compete against your friends, your rivals, and your favorite 9870 ESPN hosts. Pick five games each week, and the best score against the spread wins $100. Join the 98.7 ESPN League with code NY22 on the Cover 5 app and Cover5.com. Visit ESPNNewYork.com for full contest rules. 1-800-919-3776. Giants calls, and I'd like to get to some of these Giants calls here. 1-800-919-3776. You know, I, I just... And, and I think you know me long enough now to know that I am not going to blow smoke. Like, when I, when I give you an assessment of where my team is, specifically the Giants, I think it's, it's more than fair. And that is, I could not be more excited about where the Giants are. Not that they're going to win 12 games this year. Not that they're going to go on a run in the postseason. No, I don't even think about that kind of stuff. I really don't. What I think about is the future. And having a bright future, for me, is far and away the most important thing. And for the first time in, I mean, a long time, you look at the GM and you think, this is a smart guy. Like, maybe at some point with Jerry Reese, you you liked what he was doing. But that's a long time ago now. And Joe Shane is, is competent. And Brian Dable is good. And I mean, I I'm almost at the point where I wouldn't trade these two for if you if you offer me almost any, and I'm sure there's some, so I don't want to say none. But if you offered me almost any GM coach combination in the NFL, you know what? I'm good with what I have, and I would have traded last year's guys for almost anybody, but this year I feel like they finally got it right, and I get it that Kadarius Tony might turn out to be, and, and you heard Bart Scott this week on the station saying the next Tyree Kill which I find to be difficult to believe. But even if Kadarius Tony is good, and I, 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 would, I would imagine he probably will be, right, going there and, and playing in that offense with that offensive coordinator and that quarterback and that head coach, I imagine he'd be good. Whatever. Whatever, whatever he turns out to be, I'm not going to look back and say, God, what could have been here? Because you know why? It couldn't have been here. It was never going to be here. 
He was never going to be capable and competent. And if you can't get along with these guys, I mean, read about what every player is saying at this moment. Every single player, uh, they love being here. The coach is someone that they, they would, you know, lie in a, a hot coals to, to, to please and to win for. Yet Kadarius Tony wanted no part of it. Didn't they play? Like they, didn't they ask Kadarius Tony, hey, what music do you like? And they played the music that he liked to try to make him feel comfortable at practice like months ago. They wanted to make it work. It just couldn't. He's difficult. He's immensely talented, and he's immensely difficult. And they said, you know what? Let's wipe our hands of it. We're done. We don't need it. I mean, could you use a, 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 an explosive wide receiver? I mean, they, that's what they need. But not at the expense of what baggage he brings. And maybe it works out in Kansas City. God bless him. And if it does, good for him, good for them. It was not going to work here to get a third and a sixth. And can we set the record straight for a second? All right. It's it's the, like the, the compensatory picks at the end of the third round. It's not a contingent pick. It's not a, well, if Tony does this, I've heard a lot of, well, it could be a fourth round pick if he does. No. What happened was, and let me explain this to you so you can explain it to others and understand. Ryan Poles was hired away from Kansas City to Chicago. When he was hired, they got compensation. The compensation was at the end of the third round, Kansas City gets a pick. And that's the pick that is now traded to the Giants. So you have, what, 32 picks times three, although 31 in the first round. So that's, what, like 95 picks. So between 96 and 100 will be that selection. So you got a top 100 player and a sixth rounder in exchange for Kadarius Toney. And I heard a lot of, well, I mean, he was a first rounder last year. Yeah, I get it. But what do you, what do you want to do? Just hang on to him and think that at some point it turns around? No, it, it was never going to. He didn't want to be here. And he's the kind of guy, he's not going to be a good soldier. That when he doesn't want to be here, he's going to make it work. When he doesn't want to be here, he's going to make it impossible to work. It was the right thing to do. Let's go to uh, let's go to Jack in D.C. This is uh, Troll Jack. Good morning, Troll Jack. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing good. It's a big week for me. Why is it such a big week for you? It's the it's the college application process, like the deadline week for a lot of schools. So I am currently procrastinating by listening to your show instead oh, good. of now, finishing Jack, my application. Because I know you well, you're a a a star high school pitcher, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Uh, are you going to be playing collegiate baseball? I got a couple of Division three offers this summer, but I decided that I do not want to play in college. So you will retire from baseball, and you want to go to a big, fancy party school with sports, don't you? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm applying early to Syracuse for sports broadcasting, so, you know, fingers crossed. Finger. So, so your goal is to steal my job right from under me at some point. Oh, uh, that that's the plan. Yes. Re- why my job? Not, not necessarily your job, but you know, I, I want to do sports talk radio. Okay, that's we'd love to have you, Jack. We'd love to have you. All right. So, what do you got today? Give me, give me the goods. So the Giants have surpassed everybody's expectations this season. They've really been. It's been a great year. But I want to talk about Daniel Jones and. If you ask me at the beginning of the season, like percentage chance that 
he would stay as the Giants quarterback next year, I would say like 5 to 10%. Now, that percentage gets bumped up a bit. You know, I don't think you can sign him to what Cullen was talking about, like one of those 100-plus million-dollar deals. I think you have to franchise tag him because if you ask me who's making this team go right now, is it Daniel Jones or is it Brian Dable and the coaching staff? It's 100% Brian Dable and the coaching staff. So my question to you today, Dave, Mm -hmm. is at the beginning of the season, what was your percentage chance that Daniel Jones could be the quarterback next year? And then what is it now? 15% to start, 75% now. But I will stand in your way of saying, I I mean, I don't know definitively, but I think there's a strong probability that I'm going to franchise tag Saquon Barkley. So I'm going to need to figure out a way to sign a, you know, Daniel Jones to a short-term deal. And that's a, that's a very fair point because at the beginning of the year, it was the same thing. You know, People were talking about trading Saquon Buckley. You look at what he's doing now, and yes, I don't want to be tied down to one of those running back contracts, but I mean, he is the reason why this team is 6-1. and one. Saquon Barkley is the best player on this team right now. There is no two ways about it. Jack, good luck with the applications, and I wish you nothing but success, but stand in the way of you taking my job, at least now. Give me, like, you're, you're a kid, so you're, you're what, 18? So take, take 16 years, and when you're 34, you can have my job. Is that fair? I, I will keep it warm for you until then, and then I will be 65, and then I, thank you very much, I'm done. Kevin in Plainview. Kevin, good morning. You're on 98.7. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. You sound very excited this morning. Oh, my goodness, am I excited. I've been watching this crap for so long, for for 10 years. And I I love watching football. I love watching my Giants. And now this year I can watch them. I can actually enjoy the games. Take a little roller coaster ride every Sunday. Yeah, but it's awesome, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. You, you, tell me if you tell me if you agree with this, Kevin. As exciting as the moment is, what's maybe and maybe this is off base. What's maybe even more exciting for me is the future of what's to come. Because for the first time, Kevin, in forever, I feel like they have competency running this team. Well, we were stuck with that regime, you know, for so long, and uh, and and it was very very bleak. And now it's sunny skies. That's how I feel about it. Right, These you, guys you seem lo- great. You love, right? I'm, I don't want to put words into your mouth. You love the Dable-Shane um, combination, right? I love. You ever see Woody Allen? You ever see a Woody Allen movie? I love Woody Allen. He says he love. I love them. <laughs> I really love them a lot. I couldn't agree more. That's very funny. All right, there you go. You, but you can hear for the first time in forever as a, as a Giants fan, you're, you're alive, you're excited. Rigo in Queens. Good morning, Rigo. Good morning, Dave. What's up? Oh, you're excited too. Everybody's excited. I mean, I'm excited. I got my boy in the car. I'm taking him to swim practice. He's really excited about the Jets tomorrow. So, uh, how old is he? We're, uh, we're, he's eight. What's his name? Lucas. All right, Lucas. What's up, buddy? Oh, look, he heard that. <laughs> what's oh, up, uh, what's up, right Lucas? Now, buddy. buddy, you say hello. Oh, anyway, but um, uh, I wanted to talk about the Jets. Um, I think Brees Hall um, getting hurt was huge, but Elijah Barrett Tucker, man, that that really hurts. Um, he's been the MVP of the offensive line. He's played guard. He's played right tackle. 
and and he's out for the season. And and you saw him again. You saw Zach Wilson against the Broncos running for his life. And um, you know the game uh, against the Pats I thought was winnable before the injury, but. I don't know, man. With Bill Belichick and those blitzes, I, I think Zach Wilson's going to be running for his life again tomorrow. But the game, I mean, come on, Rigo. This is not an elite Patriots team by any stretch. You're, you're I mean, home. Uh, I'm and you're, off, you're still, you're still a talented team. And you're, you're not wrong. To lose Brees Hall and Vera Tucker for the year is certainly big news. But you, you should be able to compete in this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I hope so. I mean, I just I'm just going off of like watching Zach Wilson just running for his life last game against the Broncos, and I I know Bill Belichick, does, uh, you know how he does against, um, you know quarterbacks and stuff. So I I don't know. I, I'm I'm hoping for the best, but uh, I just hope to see a competitive game tomorrow. That's all. Oh now, what a, what a terrible what a terrible call that is. You just hope to see a competitive. Your team is five and two. It's the biggest game they've had in years, and you're just looking for a competitive game? No. No, you need to win the game. You need to go out there and win this game. New England is not great. New England's on a short week, and they just got hammered by Chicago. Hammered. Go out there and and find a way to beat them. You make it sound like you have no talent. You make make it sound like you're last year's Jets team, who lost to them 54-13. All they do is beat you. That's all they do. For six straight years, all they've done is beat you. Well, go out there at home tomorrow in front of a raucous crowd and win this game. No excuses. You know what? They, they have their own issues. All right, David Andrews got hit dirty, I thought, on Monday night. He's concussion uh, protocol. He's now out. All right, everybody has, has issues. Everybody. There's not a team out there that doesn't have their issues. Overcome them. You got your starting quarterback back now. You got a defense that's playing at a very high level. You have weapons on offense. You don't have your offensive line. I get it. But you know what? Everybody has issues. This is not next week where it's Buffalo and you look at it and you say, God, I don't know how we win that game. This is a very winnable game. You know what? Go out and win it. 1-800-919-3776. We are counting down the minutes to Stump Rothenberg. And that's on the way. But more of your calls on the Jets, Giants. We're going to get to the Knicks. We have a frenzy on the way. Oh, it's a delightful Saturday. Oh, and by the way, at 1.30 today, this is an important game. Rangers at the Stars. All that and more on the way. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. So I, I think what we need to do is get to as many calls as possible before we line up the calls for Stump Rothenberg. So let's do that. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Jim in Madison. What's up, Jim? You're on 987 ESPN. Hey, Dave. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to talk about the Kadarius-Tony trade. My two words for Kadarius-Tony are good riddance. Yep. You know, everyone talks about how explosive, uh, unbelievable talent of he is. He is okay. I saw that for two games. Maybe. Most of the time, he's, maybe. he's you saw you saw maybe. it for one game. You saw it for that game against Dallas. He was great, and that was really it. Yeah, and, and, and people like Bart Scott are really, really over the top. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, give me a break. He's he's a guy that spends a lot of time hurt, a lot of time being a malcontent. And before the Giants started winning this year, a big goal was to kind of scrape the stench of Gettleman 
off of this team. You know, now it's it's great to watch the win, but I'm I'm happy to do the other part too. If he goes on to be great in in Kansas City, that'll be obnoxious, but oh well, goodbye. Yeah, I I, I agree with you 100. percent And he he might. I mean, you talk about what frustrates me, and Rick mentioned this yesterday. I think he's accurate. Is that you know, Canaries Tony wins now, right? Like you're a malcontent. You act like a, a petulant child. All you have is is negative things to say about the Giants organization, and now you're going to wind up on Kansas City? Like, that works out absolutely perfectly for him. That being said, I mean, it wasn't going to happen here. And part of this season, as as Jim said, is you, you got to get rid of, of, of Gettleman. Gettleman is just, I mean, he was so bad. And I heard, I've heard this week, well, I mean, he drafted Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Oh, and Andrew Thomas. So, so he might, might have had some success with the second, fourth, and sixth picks in the draft. And you want to have a parade for this guy? I mean, Dave Gettleman was a horrendous general manager. I read the stat on the show yesterday on the air. I believe... The Giants have 32% of their salary cap that is being wasted by guys who aren't even on the team right now. How bad is that? Right? Nate Solder and and James Bradbury. That, I mean, what Shane and Dable are in the midst of doing, honestly, is remarkable picking up where Dave Gettleman and his regime left off. So, yeah. Did did he maybe hit? I mean, listen, Daniel Jones. Yeah, he might be. He might be good. I'm not waxing poetic about how great Dave Gettleman was, and I heard I heard even Don mentioning this. Well, maybe Gettleman's real flaw was he just couldn't pick coaches. Well, maybe maybe the fact that they picked in the top five every single year and he hit some of them. I'm I'm not standing up giving this guy an ovation for that, because for every Saquon Barkley, which and I still stand by it. You don't take a running back second. You Never, ever will you take a running back second, especially in this day and age where, like, five years, they're done. Todd Gurley was the best running back in the league. Gone. I mean, the only guy that I can even think of that got a second deal that, that, that it's working out is Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry was, what, a, a late first-round pick? Why would you ever do it? It was It's so bad. And that pick was so valuable. And it's not a knock, like like people here. well, why do you knock Saquon? I'm not knocking Saquon. I, I think right now Saquon Barkley, you could argue, is the best running back in football. I'm not, I'm not knocking him even a little bit. But as good as he is, and he's carrying this team, and he's elite, and all those things are true, you still, still don't take a running back second. So, wow. So he had his pick of the litter with offensive linemen. And it looks like he got it right with Andrew Thomas. And now everyone's so excited by that. It's, ama- it's, am- yeah, it's amazing. You know what? It's amazing to me how low your standards are. That a guy could hit on the second pick, the fourth pick, and maybe the sixth pick in the draft. And you're like, oh, wow. This guy was good. They've stunk for years. Don't lose sight of the fact of how bad he was. Dave in Atlanta. Dave, good morning. You're on 98.7. Good morning, Dave. I would like to share, if I may, my Jets winning game plan. Okay. Run, 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 play defense, uh, maybe take a couple of shots, safe shots, 
down the field, uh, pop a punt return that flips the field. If they put nine guys in the box, I don't care. Don't fall for it. Wait them out. Keep it close. Win 16 to 9. Why, Dave, why? I don't know that you can hold them to nine, but why are you so opposed to throwing the football? Uh, and I'm not saying you know, throw I, it 37 times, but why are you so opposed to throwing the football tomorrow? Well, I'll, I'll flip it. To, I'll ask you a question. Why should I be for it? I haven't seen anything. Well, well, so, so, so your game plan for the rest of the what? season is to play this close to the vest, run the ball, and win these games 13-12? Sure, yes. Yes. You do realize that's not that's not really the recipe to win games forever, right? Well, I mean, I've seen teams win that way. Uh, Baltimore Ravens went to the Super Bowl that way. I know the, I know the game has changed, but keep it safe. Don't let him. They, the Jets did it with Mark Sanchez a few years ago when they were like, let's turn him loose. And it backfired. No, 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 no. Now, Dave, there's, so, there's a, I'm not saying I want to turn Zach Wilson loose. But I don't necessarily know that my game plan is just going to be run the ball over and over and over and over and then, you know, have him throw the ball 13 times and try to win this game 15-13. No, no. Throw it 21 times, take a few shots, run the ball, live with a lot of three and outs installed installed drives. We've got to live with it, tolerate it, and, uh, you know, just don't. Be throwing the ball all over the yard. I think that's a huge mistake. Why, why, I think that's Dave? What Dave, Dave why, why do I have to? Why do I sign up for three and outs? I, it's a close game. They're going to have to grind this game out. Why? I hope, and I hope I'm wrong. I'm, I hope but I'm why, wrong. Why, and I'm not saying that that's I, not that's not a recipe to possibly win. But why is your goal? Why, why are you going into a game saying? I know we're going to have a lot of three and outs. I just watched the Bears go up and down the field on this defense on Monday night. I don't see anything. Bro. I've seen one quarter of good play this season from Zach Wilson. Maybe two seasons of Zach Wilson. I've seen one quarter of eye-opening play, and that's it. And I can't bank on that. I, I got to tell you, Dave, if you if you don't expect to get at least decent quarterback play from Zach Wilson this week and, and down the road this year, it doesn't matter what happens tomorrow. It, it really doesn't. I mean, for the Jets to get to where they want to get to, he's going to have to play some good football. And again, I'm not saying he's got to be lights out, elite, you know, top 10 quarterback in the NFL, but make some throws. He was the second pick in the draft last year. Now you want to have him thrown 20 times a game as a max and and sign up for three and outs heading into a game? I don't know. That's not what I would look for. 1-800-919-3776. We walk you right up to it. Right up to it. It is Stump Rothenberg. Anywhere you want to go. Anywhere. You want to go football. You want to go baseball. You want to go geography. You want to go history, you want to go presidents, anywhere you want to go, 1-800-919-3776. It's Stump Rothenberg. Oh, and it's next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. He knows sports. I'm intrigued by a lot of guys. And he's very humble. I go away, this show dies. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. Is the DS4-7, by the way. And away we go. 
Stump Rothenberg here on a Saturday morning, the, the longer version. And Stump Rothenberg on 9870 ESPN brought to you by Cooper Tire. And it's such a big production, it has the double sponsor. It's also brought to you by Slovitz. 1-800-919-3776. Joe Leo, before we start with Stump Rothenberg, why don't you give me the updated record, please? As of last week, it is at... 373 and 74. Three, so we're almost 300 games over 500. Correct. Which you have to imagine we will hit today. I would have to imagine you hit today. Unless we, unless we are sub 500 today, which would be shocking, we will go above 500 on the year. Yeah. Above uh, 300 above 500 on the year. Yes. All right. Let's go. And you confirm these are good, solid questions, right? You feel good about these? These are solid. These solid, are solid. Solid stump today. All right. I do know that if there's a question that it's not up to standards, I already know that you're going to blame Harvey. Uh, listen, there's a couple of calls that I didn't get to. I'm not blaming Harvey. I'm not, uh, you know, casting anything. I still believe in Harvey and his ability to take stump calls. But you know what? I don't even want to know. I just want to know after the call if okay. it was going to be you or Harvey. And you, you, in fact, will tell me. Let's go to Matt in Oldbridge. Matt, lead us off. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Well, hey, how you doing, Dave? I, uh, I wanted to ask you, who has the highest on-base percentage in MLB postseason history? think bonds right in the history of the postseason i mean could it be an old-time guy like a mantle dimaggio a garrett um Is there a minimum amount of at-bats? I just have this as the stat of highest on base, but, but he, he's played yeah, multiple. Yeah, because, uh, you, you know, I, but I, I don't think he had more than, like, 30-something uh, plate appearances even. The guy I'm thinking of. So I'm just wondering if there's a minimum at-bats that you have, have to have had. Because Garrick had a lot, and Garrick's was, was, was high. Garrick has the highest OPS, I believe. But the the one that you're thinking of, but here here's what would bother me is that it's just not that many at bats, um, and I believe it's Colby Rasmus, right? Is he there? Is that your final final? Yeah, answer? but I don't like this question solely because he had like 30 plate appearances. But go ahead, that's my final. Well, yeah, you, you, I mean, you got it right, so. Yeah, but it's, it, it doesn't matter to get it right or not. I mean, 30 plate appearances should not. I mean, because you have guys like Gary who had like 100 and plus. Ruth had over, well over 100. So I don't. Well, that's fine. Real that's quick, fine. real quick, Dave, just yeah. to, to get out in front of it. This was one of my questions. This is one of yours? Yes, yeah, so this is terrible. So you're, you're, you're already failing the test. But maybe you'll, maybe you'll make it up. Let's go to Walker and Mawa. Walker, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Dave. Baseball question for you. Okay. All right, so we all know Pete Rose is the all-time hit king, right. and he's not in the Hall of Fame. But after Pete Rose, what player has the next most hits and is not in the Hall of Fame? 
And obviously, I mean players who are Hall of Fame eligible, not like Albert Pujols, who's 10th all time. Oh, Someone who's eligible and not in. This, this, this I find is interesting. Um, so Adrian Beltre is not eligible yet, right? Correct. And Miguel Cabrera is not eligible yet, obviously. All right, I think I know it. Rafael Palmero. Final answer? Final answer. No. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. A-Rod has 3,100-something. And Palmero has 3,050 or so. Oh, I should have got that. I See, I should take my time a little bit more because I knew that. That's that's one and one. That's right. A-Rod, I think, has, what, 3,115 maybe? Yeah. All right. 1-800-919-3776. So he, he moves on to round two. Luke in Connecticut. Luke, he wants to be my nemesis, but I don't know that he is. Luke, you're on Stump Rothenberg. I try, you know, every week. But it's good to know that I have 16 more years, you know, to get there. Yep, that's true. If they'll have me, I'll yeah. be here. Uh, hopefully so. All right. Movie slash rate, uh, wrestling slash baseball question. All right. All right. In the movie Major League Two. Yeah. What wrestler has a cameo in that movie? I've seen that movie. Uh... The franchise that made me an Indian fan. Was it like Killer Cross? Is that his name? You can give me the wrestling name, his real name, whatever you want. Well, Jesse Ventura was in it, right? Jesse the Body was in it. Yeah, the wrestler that had a cameo in the movie. So we're not including Jesse Ventura as that guy? Well, you said one, and now you're saying Jesse Ventura, so which one is your Well, Jesse Ventura was definitely in it, and he's the bigger wrestler, so I'll go with him. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right, so that's two and one. Should be three and one. It's two and one. Let's go to Matt in Poughkeepsie. Matt, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. How are you, man? Good. So let's go NFL. Okay. Matthew Judon leads the league in sacks after seven weeks. Who is the Patriots' all-time sack leader? Uh, in a season or in career? Career. Uh, you'd think it's got to be Andre Tippett. Um, I'm, I'm very confident it's, it's Andre Tippett. Because uh, he was always like the poor man's Lawrence Taylor. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Andre Tippett, and I feel I feel final. very confident in that. That's your final. That's my final. You got it. There we go. That's that's three and one. Yeah, that was cake. He was he was a very good player, and I believe wore the number fifty six as well, which I always found to be a little insulting, but. He did. Uh, Jonathan in L.A. Jonathan, you, my friend, are on Stump Rothenberg. How's it going, Dave? Good morning. Good. All right, I'm back, and I'm back with a vengeance. Now. Oh, you, so you, you think you got me today, right? Yeah, I've been going easy these past two weeks that I've been on. Or So let's see. Um, who is the all-time National League leader in postseason history? Now, every hit has to be in the National League. Well, yes, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. The National League. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In other words, I, I th- the most hits see the problem with history. these. I think the answer is Yadi or Molina. But the problem with these questions is they're of course they're going to be recent answers because they play so much more baseball now in the postseason than they used to. So I'm going to say Yadi or Molina, final answer. All right, I'm so disappointed in myself. See you next week, Dave. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, do you hear the crush in their voices, Joe Leo? There's some of them where it's just the defeat. It's yeah. like it's like their team lost, and I know. Heart- breaking fashion it's it's so you can hear the pain in their voice like i got you i got you and then i smacked them right across the face They're like i don't got you it's all kinda, right it's kind of like me last week with uh you know your help from one don juan the greca oh that was good that was very helpful from don um Dwayne in jersey Dwayne, you're on stump rothenberg hey dave all right now um you know the tv commercial geico geico yes geico Geico is actually an acronym for something. Could you tell government me what uh, insur- Geico is? Government acronym? Employee Insurance Company. Didn't even have to wait for me to finish it, huh? Yeah. And there you have it. Where, where are we at, Joe Leo? That would be. Is that six, five and one? That's six and one. Six and, that's six and one. It's a heck of a start. 1 800 919 3776. Government Employee Insurance Company. Chris and Beth Page. Chris. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Dave, you're six and one like my New York Giants. I love it. Yeah, w- um, very similar. Very similar. Exactly. And by the way, Dave, Joe Leo's doing a great job. I got to say, I'm not kidding around. He All really right. is. He gotta Listen, we will bring that to the powers that be when it comes race time and let you let them know okay. that you think that Joe's doing a great job. All right. So, Dave, who's the last artist to have a number one album, a number one song, and a number one movie all in the same week? be madonna so it's album movie and song and song all number one at the same time in the same week it's very 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 rare how about eminem because i was thinking of female artists but now eminem eight mile right now, Dave, the key is, remember, the same week. So it happened, happened the same week. So I'm just letting you know. Just, I'm, you know, I want to guide you along in this answer because uh, some of these people you may mention may have had it, but like two weeks later they had the right, number one right, right. The same movie. week makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, right. Yeah, it certainly does. So I think Eminem had all those, but maybe it wasn't the same week. You're right. I will say that you are oh, right about really? that. Really. Mm. Yeah, you were right about that. Could it be J-Lo? She had that movie that was dreadful, but I think it did well, that that Wedding Planner movie. Matthew McConaughey, I believe, was in that. Could it be be, uh, Prince? Purple Rain, I think, was number one. So, uh, it sounds like it's not Eminem. Something in Prince. It's not Eminem. I'll, I'll tell you that much. But that's, something in Prince. You're along the right track, though. Beyonce. Madonna or J Lo. 
I'm going to say Beyonce, but I'm going to be frustrated if it's one of the other three. Final answer. Ah, uh, Dave, it was Prince. Prince. Ah! Uh, 1984. Nin- exactly, 1984. Ah! Uh, what, a, what a disaster that was. All right, well, you got me. Good question, though. Six and two. Joe Leo, you can't be that upset with six and two, right? No. I, I think, you know, with the blended of... And I was right there. The two yeah. losses I easily could have gotten right. Yeah. So, would you would you say so far that this is a solid stump? I think so far you guys have done well. Yes. So far you've done well. We're not taking a victory lap here. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So, here's what we're going to do. 1-800-919-3776. More questions. And then we'll go second round for the two that have gotten me. And then we'll go at the five-pack from Joe Leo. All that and more. Stump Rothenberg with you on a Saturday, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. We return with part two of Stump Rothenberg. one 800 919-3776. Joe Leo, what were we in round one? Six and two? You were six and two. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, let's see what we got now. Now, who has screened these calls? Both of us. We All right. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see if they're passable. Let's go to Nick Long Island. Nick, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm good. All right, so... Uh, the screener had a little bit of trouble saying my question was confusion, confusing, uh-huh. so I'll word it for you like this. Okay. The New York Yankees have hit a lot of home runs in All-Star games. Who recorded the 100th home run for the New York Yankees? It was in the 1990s in an All-Star game. The Yankees, well, hang on, the Yankees have not hit 100 home runs in All-Star games, have they? Yeah. All right. Um... I, the, it was said by the broadcaster during the game as I watched the taping of the game. All right. Um, boy, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, That's why I gave you the decade. Yeah, so the, the 90s? And the, the Yankees have hit over 100 home runs. I find that hard to believe. Well, they've been in the All-Star game since the 30s. I find this very hard to believe that the, that the this there's no way the Yankees team has hit 100 home runs in All-Star games. How how is that possible? 100? Uh you know, I'm going to I'm going to say I don't know and I'm also going to say that I I need someone to look that up for me. All right, g- give me the answer. We'll put you on hold, but Joe Leo's going to have to look that up. What's the answer? Roberto Kelly, 1993, 1992, yep. With, with the Yankees, 100 home runs have been hit. Hit, hit. Watch the game, 93 also game. All right, well, you know what, Joe Leo, can you do me a favor? Can you Can you? So I've got it up? here. I've got it on Baseball Almanac, which has the list of all the home runs in every game, all-star game possible. Yeah. And he said 1993. Yeah. The home runs were by Gary Sheffield, Kirby Puck, and Roberto Alomar. 
Yeah, but that's not even the, the point. My point is there's no way the Yankees have a, as a team have hit 100 home so runs in All-Star games. Dave, I put him on hold. I tried to, to block him out just to have some semblance of trying to see if that was 100% true. And? And you took him before I could <laughs> verify it. Well, 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 how would I know not to take him? That's true. That's also very I true. I mean, may maybe put Nick uh, Long Island do not take yet. I had him. I had him blank. So, so do do we? No, it's it's at MLB. Do we? Do we have an answer for that? By the way, we do not. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to hold this against you. And well, I let me, you know, maybe he's right. Maybe I'm wrong. But I just I find it hard to believe that the Yankees is a team that have hit a hundred home runs in the All Star game. So do I. So. Yeah. And if you if you I mean you have every home run right in front of you, right, Harvey? Yeah, I have it. I have the entire. All right, list. so you can add you can add that up pretty quickly. No. I mean. It shouldn't take you more than more, more than a couple minutes. Let, let's take another call. Let's go. This is going to get me because I don't know much about this. E in the Bronx. E, you're <coughs> on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, how you doing, Dave? I'm all right. All right. So comic books, not the, the Marvel movies. X-Men, Charles Xavier, he's the guy in the wheelchair. He has two siblings. Name one of them. Uh, Peter. <laughs> Sorry. Cassandra no. Nova and uh, Juggernaut. All right, put him on hold. Yeah, I, have, I, don't, I don't know. My kids might know that. I have, I have absolutely no idea. Now this has gone off the rails. Absolutely off the rails is what's happened now. I feel like we need one more good, solid, you know, non-college question before we get to the uh, the finale. That's that's what I feel like we need. But we wait for those guys to screen. 1-800-919-3776. Um, Harvey, have you done any research as far as home runs at the Yankees have hit in the All-Star game? Yeah, uh, there's no way that they've <laughs> hit no uh, way. 100 home runs by a single team. I feel like we would have known that as like a hard stat even before this year's All Star game. But so, so you find that, that that's an impossibility. I find it. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I would. I mean, how many home runs do you think have hit been hit in the All Star game? Period. Right. I mean, the I would say close to 100 total. Yeah. There's no. Now maybe he meant that. You think he meant who hit the 100th home run in All Star game history? Maybe I, I even said you know it was very confusing. The it way was a worded. it was a bad you know and that's on you. See the, you were you were touting yourself after the first round. Look at me, I'm so great, and then you crapped all over yourself in it, the second it's round. Karma. It's karma. Baseball a, almanac here has it at 205 home runs total. So yeah, so there's no way. Yeah. All right. You, so you guys aren't going to screen any of these other callers. So that's fine. So here's what we're going to do now. We're going to go to round two and see if these guys can get me on the daily double. Uh, Walker and Mawa. Walker, who got me on the A-Rod question. I should have known that. Uh, go ahead. What's your college question? All right, Dave. We're going 1980s NBA. Portland right. Trailblazers center, Carl Bailey. Carl Bailey. I think he went to... Carl Bailey? He was undrafted, I believe, wasn't he? He was drafted by the Sonics, but he played for Portland. Yeah, I think he might have gone to Tuskegee is the answer. Final answer, Dave? Yeah. You're unbelievable. Yeah, but I don't – that's a brutal question. Nobody even knows who Carl Bailey is. I think he did go to Tuskegee, though. I know, I know he did. And they, they are what the Golden Tigers—that's their nickname. All right, so we put him to shame. Let's go to uh, 
Let's go to E in the Bronx. E with the uh, second round. Go ahead. How you doing? I'm going to give you sports now. 1964 Olympics. Who won the gold medal in volleyball? All right. We're going to move on from him because clearly he doesn't understand what we're doing. And now we finish up with Chris in Bethpage. Chris, how about it? Dave, one of my favorite basketball players growing up, Donald Earl Slick Watts. Some reason I think he went to I think he went to Xavier in Louisiana. And you're right, Dave. Very All good. All right, there you go. There you go. I love the guy. I'd like to know who won the volleyball competition. All right. So where are we now, Joe Leo? You are at eight and two, heading into the five pack. All right. Now we don't know what we're going to get from you. You could be great. You could be a disaster with these. So. Sticking with the basketball theme, mm-hmm. I like that you know the callers and I are on the same page. The first one, Jason Williams. Which one? The Sacramento King, Jason Williams. Florida. That is correct. Uh, former Indiana Pacer, Antonio Davis. University of Texas. That's correct. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. I, it's not correct. It's UTEP is where it is. Texas El Paso, I was just thinking and confirming. Now it's correct. Yes. Um, Can you move further away from the microphone? Sorry. Uh, Also a former Pacer, Derek McKee. Alabama. That is correct. Anthony Bonner. St. Louis. Correct. And former Nick. Jimmy Oliver. Jimmy Oliver. Is he a Purdue guy? Because he was all over the place. That is correct. Yeah, all right. I I got to be honest. I don't even remember him with the Knicks. He was at the uh, very tail end of, like, those 98 Knicks. I don't have any recollection of that. But Purdue nonetheless. Yes, Purdue nonetheless. Can you look that up for me and make sure that, that Jimmy Oliver spent time with the Knicks? Because I don't have any recollection of that. I can do that for you. Look that up, and I want to find out if that was, in fact, the 100th home run or not. All right, so that's five for five? That is that is five for five. Now, you don't make it easy, by the way. You ask me if people nobody have ever heard of. What's, um, what's the final tally on the day? Your final tally is 13 and 2. Which pushes us to? That would push you. To 385 and 76. And now we made it to above 300 games. Above 500. That's Stump Rothenberg brought to you by Cooper Tire for high-performing quality tires at affordable prices. Come to Mavis for Cooper brand tires, and Mavis always provides best-in-class customer service. Visit Mavis at MavisTire.com. And also brought to you by Slowman's low-price home heating oil and 24-hour service. Call 866-OIL-DEAL right now to see how much you can save this winter on heating oil with Slowman's. That's 1-866-OIL-DEAL. The Knicks. We haven't spent much time on the Knicks. And Kyrie and the Nets is on the way next. And then we have a frenzy on 98.7 ESPN.